welcome to a new episode of More Podcast, the Corona Specials. While the Corona crisis has changed a lot of things, for example, the fact that many more customers from the SCO customer group, which means service companies and offices, are currently shopping at Metro. And above all, this change also means different demands on our assortments and products by our customers. An additional challenge of the beginning of the crisis was the increase of panic buyings. However, from my point of view, this trend has meanwhile decreased and this is mainly due to the fact that customers see that there is basically no or only a short-term lack of just a few goods. In other words, the availability of goods at Metro is still very good. And among others, this is the responsibility of two of my colleagues who are doing an excellent job here with their teams. These are Selma Hemskerk Degasperi and Surab Natsflishvili, who I know welcome on the line. Hello, Selma. Hello, Zurab. I'm happy to hear you and hope you're all doing well. Hi, Bernd. Hello, hello. Thank you for taking for us your time in, in these turbulent days. Selma, please excuse that my first question goes to Zurab. Um, Zurab, um, even if I'm uh, almost tired of talking about this topic, but you are responsible for the category near food, which also includes toilet paper. <laughs> yes, I guess correct. I guess you you have heard this topic in the last weeks over and over again. So um, is that actually still a problem? Because I've seen there is enough toilet paper in our stores again, right? It depends on the store and depends on the day. Uh, in general, we have a problems with availability. Um, our current producers are working with exceeding of their capacities right now, and we are trying to find some additional sources, and we found already some. But uh, yeah, at the moment, it's still an issue. Uh, just for example, once the pallet is going in the store, in 10 minutes, this pallet is off. So that's the crazy times we have right now. So this is still the situation, yeah? Yes, it is. And um, why is it so self? Well, from my point of view, uh, people just should stop buying toilet paper when it's not really necessary. And then the situation would get back to normal, right? Of course, but still they are uh, buying because, uh, yeah, now some kind of per perception is there that they <laughs> need it. Even they have it, the full color of it. Uh, just for information, averagely, the consumption of toilet paper, let's say six rolls, is uh, average monthly consumption of one person. And uh, to be honest, I have no idea why they need so much toilet paper, but it is the case, yeah, mm -hmm. especially in Germany, because there are also East countries. As you know, I'm also responsible in overall uh, sourcing in Europe and uh, in East countries is a little bit calmer situation. So it's not that crazy like here in Germany. Okay. And, and when will the situation will be solved here in Germany? Very good question. <laughs> Nobody knows. But I hope that in coming weeks we will have enough toilet paper that we can, uh, we can yeah, serve our customers that they have enough. There won't be this panic anymore. I really hope. Okay. Okay. So that's enough of this topic. Selma, um, you are working at the Rotterdam Trading Office, um, our most important trading platform for the purchase of meat products. Um, let's take a look back and see how the last few weeks have developed. When did you first recognize the effects of the Corona crisis and how has the situation developed since then? Mm -hmm. 
Now, immediately when China announced the lockdown, that was for us um, already, uh, we could feel it. So uh, all uh, cow and uh, all beef that is produced in Europe, they were not affected because the, there is no much export to, um, to China. But um, the feeling was always like, okay, the virus will stay in China, will never come to Europe. You know, so everybody was uh, looking further away and say, okay, when this will stop? Since February, I think, somewhere in February arrived in Italy. And many of the countries were seeing the struggles of the Italian colleagues, me included. But still the feeling, you know, will stay there. It will not come to us. Once in North Europe, in North uh, uh, Italy, they announced a lockdown. The feeling in the situation changed suddenly. It's like, okay, this can happen here. And we started at RTO, a crisis team, to study what could happen in matters of uh, uh, products and, and develop new articles, what would happen. But the first action that we took was to, uh, to respond to all requests coming from the countries. And even if in the Netherlands would come a lockdown, could we work from home to be able to, uh, to answer that? So just in one week, the whole team was working from home with software, hardware, all the information, people going home with their laptops or uh, with uh, desktops and uh, everything. <laughs> and everything was working from day one without a problem. So we could answer the countries uh, immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in, in ordinary times, uh, meat products are especially demanded by our Horeca countries. Um, how do you experience the current situation in, in your category? So uh, what exactly has changed? Okay, meat is a basic food product. Eh? So it's uh, in all uh, our customer target group, they sell meat. So ICO, uh, the SEOs, the traders and the Horeca, they all buy meat, mm -hmm. so, which is good. So we, uh, we have the sales for all the, these customer groups. But we see a very big difference in, ass difference in assortment. Wild food service, for example. For example, they have food costs and differentiation to their main focus. The SEO customer looks for smaller and cheaper cuts, cheaper articles. So we certainly feel the, the financial impact of it. The sales are down and the local strategy is now also to support local producers. So in RTO, it is specialized imported goods. Therefore, for example, in, uh, in Metro France in Spain, which they have a huge uh, share in Horeca customers, and RTO has their EU beef mandate. This means we buy 100% of their needs in EU beef, except the national beef. Yeah, so everything that's produced in Spain is bought by the local, uh, the local uh, buyer in Spain. Everything that's produced in France is bought by the local buyer in France. Mm -hmm. But this demand was close to zero since early March, approx, and I do not expect this to have it back, maybe slowly, until mid of May. Mm -hmm. But uh, again, the assortment the, the, that we can offer to other countries is exactly the SEO assortment. So uh, cheaper and smaller uh, cuts. Mm -hmm. um, and Zurab, uh, what implications do the current developments have for your work? And perhaps um, could you first explain to our colleagues um, and me briefly which products also belong to the category near food? Yes, uh, this is the disposables and tableware. 
uh, home care, so all the cleaners and detergents, and beauty and personal care and common sourcing. Mm -hmm. So these three subcategories belongs to me. Depends on the country, we are sourcing, let's say, global ranges all around uh, Europe mainly. Yeah, But there are some exceptions in Asia as well. And which implications do the current developments have for your work? So it depends of the yeah depends on on the countries and country needs. Uh, if we are talking about SEOs, yeah, and um, depends uh, on which country. So we have a horeca countries where of course the biggest trend uh, went down when all the horecas were closed. Uh, like France and Italy, in my category is the same. So, for instance, in these countries, I have share of SEO only 10%. So uh, that's why my category is it's falling down. But then from other point of view, for instance, in Germany, where SEO already were 30, 40%, and it's increasing now uh, a lot. Yeah. So here it's still we have a growth. So uh, week by week. Um, there are also um, these multi-channel countries. Here also the relatively high SEO shares also brings uh, these customers to us. Um, it was always this uh, growth starting from week seven or eight, which is mid of a Feb, until let's say last week's, yeah, until last week, I would say, where the now the curve is literally getting down. Uh, as it was the, let's say, in my point of view, the people start to buy a lot because they don't know what will bring the future. But now, as the Horeca is locked down and uh, yeah, as they have uh, too much stock already in their kellers, uh, they, yeah, they start to buy or decrease in their buying. Selma, what of course the key question is, uh, what are we as Metro doing What are our activities to, to keep the availability of goods as high as possible? So um, what does it mean for, for your category? Look, in the normal world, uh, we work with forecasted volumes for the countries. And uh, we buy it forward, meaning strategically, yeah, buy seasonal products out of season. But today, this is completely not the scope as prices and demand is going down for most of the categories. So we are dealing daily with suppliers to catch up the best prices to the countries. But goods are still available. So animals are still growing and they are still offering us goods. And our good relationship with suppliers guarantee most of the demand to be fulfilled. But if the virus will hit a production plant, a big production plant, the availability will decrease in goods of a specific region. But the good thing is that we have a, a huge portfolio, I can say, um, on commodities and a, a portfolio of suppliers in commodities. So strategically placed in different regions in Europe. So this gives, gives us a bigger security and availability. So if uh, the virus hits uh, hardly in Spain, we can go to uh, uh, Germany or Denmark or in the, in the Netherlands for the commodities. So this uh, availability, I'm not so afraid of only for the seasonal or for the specific region products. Mm -hmm. And Zerub, how does it look like for uh, for your category in that regard? Availability of goods? It's it's very challenging, especially again, to coming back with the toilet paper. Every week we are planning together with our main suppliers, the schedule plan and planning for each country how much they can get. So, because as, yeah, it, it's completely out of all the forecasts. 
what it was. So just for for instance, in April, what was forecasted uh, in four months, 50% of this already bought in five days in April. Yeah. for the toilet and for the paper product so it's very difficult but uh, yeah together with with our producers we are now planning and we are close look of the schedules of production uh, and uh, then on top of that it's obvious that we don't have enough volumes right now i'm in contact uh, with my team together with all the different suppliers of different brands now to have substitution also with our own brand at the moment. So to, to find some East uh, producers in CB brand to have also deliveries here. And this is what is related to the paper products. And we have also some availability issues in past uh, weeks in cleaners um, because cleaning products also get in very high demand starting end of Feb. Uh, and uh, yeah, here we also in touch with our producer and with the uh, yeah, we very close loop on the production schedule with the supplier at the moment. Um, I would like to come to the topic of packaging. So, uh, for example, SCOs, uh, SCO customers need different packaging sizes than professional customers, such as restaurants or hotels. How does it look like for you, Selma? What role does the topic of package sizes play in the category meat? Oh, a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. It's only not only the it's not only the packaging, but also the price perception. So we are always developing new articles. As I said, SEO assortment was always in our focus as well. Yeah, because we have different uh, uh, countries which a higher uh, SEO share. So we also focus on this assortment as well. So it's not something completely new for RTO. We are already have a good assortment. We can offer immediately good alternatives for the country. And also because the suppliers were very fast to give us this, uh, these alternatives, smaller packagings uh, for almost all category groups. So for us, it's, uh, it's not that big challenge. But again, it's only have the, the, the perspective of the final customer, the SEO, but it's not the Horeca customer. Mm -hmm. You talked a lot about the relationship and the collaboration with the suppliers. Has the current situation changed anything regarding the re relationship to suppliers and producers? No, not uh, not that much yet. We uh, we saw that we uh, we have an even a stronger relationship than we expected mm -hmm. because we had a lot of support. Uh, goods were produced on the way, and uh, countries were canceling orders, of course, because Horeca shut down and uh, they need to cancel the orders of goods that are produced or already in the truck. And um, uh, suppliers are counting, of course. Uh, I would say not even suppliers, but even partners, you know, for the, for the weekly uh, produce, um, uh, weekly deliveries from the countries. Mm -hmm. they, um, they support us, canceling the orders and not overloading the countries with, uh, with a lot of stock, mm -hmm. with uh, fresh goods, with a very short shelf life. So uh, we are very grateful for this relationship also from the countries. Yeah, yeah. Um, another topic is currently we also hear a lot of, uh, about delivery delays or even delivery bottlenecks. What is the situation in this regard and how do we react on these situations? Maybe you first, Selma? Yes. Now, today, uh, mainly difficulty that I see is, is the transport rate. Um, many waiting hours on the borders or platforms, the rigid controls that they are, um, they are implementing. 
Also less trucks available because uh, drivers, they don't want to, uh, to go uh, abroad. So it's having a, a higher transport rate. But uh, I need to say that we are managing quite well the demand. At least until the moment, we didn't uh, need to cancel any orders because of, uh, of uh, problems on supply chain. So no production or no, uh, no transport. And we have a great team also uh, working behind the scenes with uh, several LSPs. We can uh, fulfill until today all the orders. Actually, I feel more empathy to the colleagues on the warehouses because they are working a lot long hours and they need to give us a lot of uh, more flexibility because we are not always able to arrive on the correct time mm. because of the borders because of this uh, rigid controls when arriving in the where in a, also even in the warehouse so uh, they are the guys today that uh, need uh, a big applause yeah, yeah. they're also part of, of our major heroes of course and a uh, big shout out to them <laughs> So Rob, how do you assess the situation? Where do you see difficulties in the supply chain? I would completely agree with Selma with all points she said. So the difficulties, these borders and uh, the rough checkout in the borders, which is causing delays and a huge uh, queues. Uh, the same availability of transport and transport costs, which increased a lot. So uh, but it's it's all the same. And all, exactly the last one is the warehouse, our warehouse workers who are doing really tremendous work. And uh, yeah, this is really heroes uh, in nowadays. And yeah, it's for, for, for me is like, yeah, absolutely amazing what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, how we do as Metro deal with this situation? So with the delays? So we are in close contact with our MIS, which is Metro International Supply, uh, with my colleagues. And we are reacting fast and try to get additional trucks on the way. And uh, yeah, to speed up the processes with the transport companies as well. So we are doing our best together with them. So they are supporting us a lot here, I would say. Okay, so to summarize, we can be really sure that you guys and your, your colleagues, your team are trying to ensure the most stable availability of goods for the stores in our metro countries. Well, thank you very much for giving, giving us some insights into your work. Good luck to you. Thank you Thank very you much. Thank, Thank you for the opportunity also. Thank you very much. Stay healthy. That is the most important thing in times like this. Same for you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, for me, it's really impressive what our colleagues do to keep our business running. And by this, I don't just talk about our colleagues in the sourcing department, but also the many other colleagues in all divisions, companies, countries, and in our stores, of course. I think it's really great what is all going on there, a great performance. And if you want to get more information from first hand and also from the top level, then I strongly recommend the view of the day on United. Every few days, the members of the Metro Management Board talk to you directly, answer your questions and report on the current situation from their personal point of view. And you can also listen to the view of the day here at this podcast. The best thing is to subscribe to the more podcasts of Metro at one of the big podcast portals or on Spotify, and then you won't miss any episode. Read also our Corona newsletter, which we prepare for you every week with the latest news for you guys, for our Metro heroes. And you will hear from us again soon. My name is Bernd Rodde. Please stay healthy. Bye-bye and take care.